Hey, what's up, podcast world? Olson Bro here with another podcast. Um, today, I thought it might be fitting since last time I talked a little bit about the name Olson Bro and uh, my YouTube channel. I thought it might be cool to talk a little bit about my window cleaning company that I've had here in Arizona now for many years. Since 2001 is when we first incorporated. So let me let me take you back a little bit. So in high school, I played football and uh, I suffered a, a back injury my senior year. I played through it. I was able to play. That's a whole nother story on, on, its, on itself. I served a mission for my church, two-year mission in Brazil, which I'd love to tell more about in future podcasts. And it, and it didn't bother me at all throughout my mission. I came home, got married, and uh, didn't slow me down from, from courting my wife. I convinced her somehow to marry me. And uh, right after we got married, my back started acting up again. And all of a sudden, I was out on disability. So up to that point, I had been working at uh, AT&T doing legal support. They, uh, they hired me to work in the collections department on the, uh, on the collections department for the business side of things, right? And so I even got to do a little traveling around the country where they'd pay me to go pay for, you know, they set up the flight. I'd go meet with our lawyers and I would do depositions on behalf of the company. And, uh, man, I didn't know what the heck I was doing, but it was super awesome, super fun. And so I get, we get married. And the next thing I know, my back's acting up. I go to the doctor, they get me on some steroids and on some pain meds. And the next thing I know, I could hardly walk. Right. So there we are newlyweds. And my poor wife's looking at her husband thinking this guy, what a loser, right? That's probably what she thought. She'd never say that though. But there I was and I could hardly walk. I mean, I could hardly move. It was so painful. And this went on and I went through therapy. I went through, um, you know, intense physical training, physical therapy, went through injections. I went through lots of consultations. I went through um, adjustments. And, uh, you know, my wife, my wife was a rock star. She carried me through that whole thing. She's amazing. Um, but I won't get in too much into that. So I, so, so fast forward a little bit, we're going, I'm going through this and all of a sudden my brother, Kyle, my oldest brother, he had been working at Delta and he was also, uh, I think he had just graduated from ASU was, was going to go to medical school and be, in do- be a doctor. He was translating at one of the hospitals. He spoke Spanish from his mission that he served in Argentina. And so he was in a lot of, um, operations and surgeries and things translating, which was pretty cool for him. While at Delta, while moving some luggage in the post office area, he tore up his back. And so there, all of a sudden, we were both on disability, wondering what in the heck we were going to do, right? Didn't know what the future was. So we went through this. Like I said, I was on disability for about eight months. And so during this time, we were both suffering and going through it. <clears throat> it was kind of neat to have a brother to, that, that, re, that I could relate with through that experience. But... Through that time, there's a lot of fasting, a lot of praying, trying to figure out how to get better and what I was going to do. And over time, I started to get a little better, right? I, uh, the injections didn't do a whole ton, but just overall, I started to feel a little bit better. And I was not a candidate for surgery, so I wasn't able to do surgery. My brother was, and he had surgery, and it was a painful ordeal. He went through it all, but he started to get better. And so there we were trying to figure out what we're going to do. And uh, we had the idea of, of always 
the thought was always that I'd love to work with my brothers and start up a business. I, had, I don't know when that was implanted in my brain, but from a young age, I thought, man, wouldn't that be cool to have our own business? And Kyle, my older brother, was someone that I worshipped. He, he was uh, just this amazing man. He still is this amazing man, older than me, always had the coolest experiences. He is such a great storyteller. I can't wait to have him on one of these podcasts. Maybe now is the time we can do something. What would we do? I had no idea. He came up with window cleaning. I thought, what are you talking about, window cleaning? Like with Windex and, and some paper, and like newspaper? I had no idea what he was talking about. He's like, no, like with squeegees. People clean windows. I'm like, who does that? I had no idea what he was even talking about. He's like, it's really cheap to start. Um, I don't know where he got the idea where he came up with it, but I thought, okay, well, heck, yeah, why not? Let's try it. I was still pretty confident in the business side of me, right? I was pretty successful at at and I was really young. I'd been moving up the corporate ladder there. And so I thought, man, I, yeah, we could do this totally. Sure, window cleaning, right? So I ended up buying a friend of mine that I was going to college with, or I had been going to college with, and, and we were good buddies, Charlie Good. He, for some reason, I don't know if he had the idea at one point in his life, but he had a bucket, a squeegee, and a washer, and I told him, hey, man, I want to buy that from you. I can't remember if I bought it or if he gave it to me, but that's what we used, right? So we went out and we hopped in my Mazda 929 one day. And my brother, David, who was in between jobs, he jumped in the car with us too. So we thought, man, this is awesome. Three of us cruising out. We're going to go and we're going to just kill it. We're going to get all this business. We're going to be rich. So we go all day long, business to business, and it became humiliating. It was humbling, man. It was embarrassing to walk into a, to a little uh, a store or a little um, office building and say, hey, can we clean your windows? No, get out of here. We got someone. And they'd look at us. We didn't have shirts on. We didn't have uniforms. You know, we weren't dressed for success by any means. We just thought, this is window cleaning. Anyone can do this, right? But all day long, everyone would just, we just kind of felt looked down on. It was really humiliating. I don't know how else to describe it. It was super humbling. And so we go all day long, and then we're in the afternoon, we're still at it, and we get to this little complex, and we're going store to store, and uh, we come into this one, it's got like two big windows, two or three big windows, and we talk to the man in, in, the, in the office building, and he says, yeah, how much? I'm like, six bucks. <laughs> six bucks, okay, yeah, go ahead. Six bucks. I'm like, sweet, we're excited. We got a job, our first job. So we get out our squeegees, we get out the, the mop, we start to get it wet, and we realize that we don't know what the heck we're doing. We've never, none of us have tried to squeegee. We just thought it would be a pretty easy deal, right? The problem is, is the sun was baking on those windows at the time, right? It was totally facing the, the sun. And what made it even worse is it was like a reception area on the other side of those big panes of glass. So that was like their waiting room where people were sitting in there watching us. Talk about embarrassing, right? We get it wet and we go to squeegee and streak, streak, constant streaks all over that glass. Then we go to touch it up with a rag and it just smears. And there's um, powder from the rag all over the window and it just looks horrible. So we go over it again and again and we're out there for like an hour on two or three windows trying to clean them and make them look not bad. Finally, the guy just comes out, kind of shaking his head, and he goes, here's your six bucks, man. 
take a hike, basically, right? I think they looked worse after we got done than when we started. So he got in the car and drove home, and I just remember thinking, man, $6 doesn't even cover lunch, let alone gas, right? What I spent today, how embarrassing and humiliating. But we didn't quit. We kept with it. We just kept trying. My aunt, my Aunt Anne, who's passed away, sweet lady, she took a chance and hired us to clean her two-story home where we almost died, <laughs> up on a ladder, up on the roof. We didn't know what we were doing, but we did it, and she paid us. And then at, while we were doing that job, we had made up some flyers, and I went around her house in the neighborhood and handed out flyers. And one of the customers we got from that first flyer, that first day of doing residential homes, uh, her name is Joyce. I won't say her last name. Joyce has been a customer now since 2001. She does it every three months regularly. What a sweet lady. She took a chance on us. And she's, she's still with us, still lets us clean her windows. So we learned quite a bit through that ordeal, especially the first year or two um, with regards to how to clean windows. In fact, how we eventually learned how to clean windows, we got someone, we somehow convinced a, uh, a property manager to let us clean the windows at a huge complex, a Bash's complex with all the suites around it. And we ended up hiring a, a guy, probably an illegal right? We found him on the street and hired him to come clean the windows. He must have had a little experience because we sat back and we watched him do it from the parking lot in our, in our car. We literally hid. We got a soda, right? Probably went and got a big gulp somewhere, sat in the parking lot and just watched this guy. And we thought, oh, wow, look at that. He's doing it like this, this swivel technique. What's he doing? And we watched it and then we said, let's go try this. So then we went on our own and we started trying doing it. This is before YouTube, by the way. All this stuff now is available online, right? Anyone can do this stuff. But back then, we didn't have resources like that. We had to hire guys off the street and copy them. And so that's what we did. And we learned how to do it, and pretty soon we became better than him. We became very efficient. We learned what tools to get. We got the best tools. And that kind of just continues on. Um, there's a lot of things I've learned in business. Maybe we'll talk more about those in future podcasts. But the message with this podcast is, is if you're trying something hard, if you're starting a new business, for example, don't give up. It's going to be hard. There's going to be bad days. There's going to be embarrassing days. But if you keep your head up and you keep trying, you'll learn and you'll get better. Sometimes you do have to shift. Sometimes you need to do something a little bit different and change the way you're doing things. But a lot of times you just need to power through it and not quit when it gets hard. Because if we do that, like I tell my kids, if you quit every time something gets hard, or isn't fun, then you're not going to do anything worthwhile. And you're made to do things that are worthwhile. So I'm super grateful for my experiences, and especially in the beginning of starting this business. Things are not always great now even. There's ups and downs. But I'm super grateful for the, to have gone through the low times that teach me to really value and appreciate the better times. And uh, that's what I got for you today. So I hope you have a great day out there. Stay positive. And uh, we'll talk to you next time.